Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ringside Radio, episode number seven. We are moving along in the world. We are becoming a thing. Something fantastic. <laughs> this is uh, the day after the Royal Rumble pay-per-view and the Royal Rumble match from last night. Definitely going to delve into that. It was a. It was something. It was a. Pretty pretty solid pay per view, and we will something. <laughs> we will delve into that. So uh, I'm Grim Chorizo. I'm Floppy Joe, and I'm Katrina Cena. And we are going to blow your mind with some wrestling talk. Okay, because so, that's what we do. So yeah, that's what we, we do. We end up doing a podcast last week, a week ago today exactly, uh, before Raw. So. We don't really need to talk about specifically Raw and SmackDown and Man Event, if anybody watches that. <laughs> uh, but I actually did this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I I don't think I did. I was visiting my mom, so, you know, yeah. it just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, I say we just, you know, talk about the Rumble pay-per-view top to bottom, because this is we're doing this right after it. It's fresh in our minds, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, January 26th, Royal Rumble 2014. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. We kick off the show with the tag team titles on the line. The Brotherhood, Cody Rhodes, and Goldust defending against the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn, and the Road Dog Jesse James. So, as far as kickoff matches, pre-shows go, this was probably one of the best yep. I've seen... Since the Shield versus the Usos at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the tag team title matches on the pre-show equals really good pre-shows, apparently. Sounds like it. But uh, <laughs> that was it was, a, it was a dang good match. It was. It like, definitely was. It's something that uh, we would not have chosen, obviously, to have on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. But with it being the Royal Rumble and the actual Rumble taking, at yeah. least, you know, monopolizing... A third of the show, they had to put something on the pre-show. Yeah. One of the matches had to go on the pre-show. Well, it made sense that that was it. Too, yeah, so. and and because uh, half of that uh, match competed in the Rumble, yeah, later, so it right. gave them more time. Yep. And so it did make sense. Yeah. Um, I wasn't upset with it, whereas I remember being a little upset when the Shield was on the pre-show yeah. and Ambrose mm. had been on the pre-show and RVD was on the pre-show. It's like, come on! But this it kind of made sense with. Yeah, given the status yeah. of the pay-per-view being about yeah, no, the Royal Rumble match. And like a SummerSlam or something like that. Yeah, it, yeah. Sh- it should have been on the main card, but... Yeah. So, the match, uh, I don't know, maybe ran probably under 10 minutes, but uh, it's good, very good. It, it's pretty awesome to think that uh, three people in the match are, like, veterans. Old, yeah. Older mm-hmm. veterans, and they're looking better than, like, ever. Than they <laughs> ever we mentioned have. last yeah. week how Goldust has been, like, the best he's been ever. I really yep. think it's he's the best he's ever been. And uh, Well, and I've watched him since I was yeah. little when he was in WCW, and I, I'm inclined to agree. Some of the things he does I is mm-hmm. awesome. Far yeah. beyond far beyond a year, you know, yeah. the abilities of someone who's, you know, quote, past their prime. Yeah, so. you got to love that, that flip he does off the yeah. apron. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking oh when I just gosh. said that. Yeah. That just blows my mind every time he does that. So yeah. amazing. And the New Age Outlaws, too, they're looking really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Like, really good. Well, I remember uh, two years ago when I when I was actually at the Royal Rumble, Road Dog was one of the surprise mm-hmm. entrants. And I remember we uh, the crowd just started chanting, you've still got it. And mm-hmm. I think that gets a little overused sometimes, yeah. but Road Dog really... 
does still have it. And Billy Gunn looks fantastic, too. And I've gotten to see him a little bit at my indie promotion, mm-hmm. Dreamwave. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just, they both are still very good at what they do. Um, they're not washed up old no. guys that are no. just on there taking up somebody mm-hmm. else's yeah. TV slot. They really, they can all still go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the match, uh, really good. And then, I think to most of our predictions, but, you know, they won. They won the titles. We have new WWE Tag Team Champions, mm-hmm. the New Age Outlaws, making them six-time Tag Team Champs. Now they'll have to change their whole monologue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Billy Gunn's part won't change. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which uh, is good for Billy, because I can see him messing it up. <laughs> but, okay, I actually rewatched the end, because I was actually... Uh, out of the out of the room for yeah, the finish. Yeah, I just yeah. came in and it was over. So I went and rewatched it. And if you uh, remember it, obviously you're just going to hear me, you know, say what you saw. But basically, uh, Cody was in there and with Road Dog, and he hits the disaster kick on him. Well, before that happened, Road Dog backs up. Billy Gunn gets up on the apron, blind tags him. Cody doesn't even know. Uh, the commentators even mentioned they didn't even think that uh, Road Dog even noticed that he had mm-hmm. got tagged. So Billy comes in. Famouser and the pin. I just think it was a really good smooth mm-hmm. ending, really yep. good. And the crowd was very into it. The cra- like big huge pop when they you know won the yeah. titles. Well, and I think it's really interesting to point out that in recent weeks they've been playing more heels yep. mm-hmm. because the whole turning on Punk and walking out and that night uh, the the crowd reacted very intensely oh, yeah. in the opposite direction, yeah. very negatively toward them. But uh, I, I think it is very interesting that their win was so. Re- so well received mm-hmm. by comparison to, um, you know, how the crowd has responded to the things they've done yeah, um, yeah. in recent weeks, especially with uh, where punk is concerned. Yeah. So I think that's interesting to point out that, mm-hmm. you know, but it just shows that a veteran tag team, if they come in and they still know what they're doing, yeah. and they can still go. I think everybody can't yep. help but respect mm-hmm. that. Of course. And uh, they definitely deserve the crowd praise because, they still got it, like they say, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely good. Pre-show, it was nice to see a title change on the pre-show. It makes you feel like, okay, maybe I should tune in for that because yeah. things can yeah. happen. I that's I believe the second title title change that's ever happened on a pre-show. I know Cesaro won it SummerSlam 2012, but other than that, I can't really think of a title change. So that's cool that they did that. Um, so, yeah, then the actual show starts, and they kick off with one of the best matches of the night, the best non-Rumble match mm, yeah, of the night. definitely. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt, the Eater of Worlds. And <laughs> that was... That was... Bray hasn't wrestled a whole lot. Mm-hmm. He no, usually he leads it to his his family, the Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. But it was amazing to see, see him work tonight with yeah. Daniel Bryan. It was a very, very enjoyable match. And he shined like... He was a million bucks out there. And Brian, it, he looked amazing, too. I mean, he always does. But I'd say it was the best non-normal match by far. Yeah, it was. I would uh, definitely agree. I felt like yeah. there was good chemistry. Like, yeah. um, You know, and we've talked about Orton and Cena. Mm-hmm. Just it, it seems like they don't have the chemistry they used to have. Mm-hmm. And this is like a fresh rivalry, Brian oh, yeah. and, and Bray Wyatt. And so this is the first time we've actually truly seen them in the ring in a singles situation mm-hmm. actually having a match yeah. Um, yeah and i really feel like the chemistry was there mm-hmm. i feel like it flowed really well it just it made sense and it was very entertaining to watch oh yeah and it was intense yeah too yeah. 
and the match uh, ran for 22 minutes, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also liked how the, the Harper and Rowan, I mean, I, I believe they got kicked out. Yeah, earlier, but yeah they were there initially. It was, it was the beginning. Yeah, it was nice how it was just Brian and Bray. Like, mm-hmm. a good, solid 20-minute match. And like I was saying earlier, Bray hasn't wrestled that many. I could be wrong, but I feel like you could count his singles matches on, like, one hand. Yeah. And this would be, like, maybe his fourth or fifth on TV. And uh, just some of the stuff he was doing, like, out on the outside when he did the, like, running senton and landed on... Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I mean, for a big guy, he's he's pretty yeah. agile. Yeah. You know? he's, Makes you think of, like, a Samoa Joe. Yeah. 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 It's just funny to think like he was Husky Harris and that just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, work at all. And now he's got this character that he has worked really, really hard with, really, really good at. Mm-hmm. And he's just perfecting it each night. And now I think he was one of the biggest, and he wasn't even in the Rumble match, but he was one of the, you know, biggest stars of the Royal yeah. Rumble pay-per-view. Uh, so what about when he did the, his classic, you know, lean back exorcist creepy kind of thing and then... <laughs> He falls down, which uh, I think he, he's fallen before, but it was just so funny because it like it's still very impressive that he can do that. Yeah. But I can't lie, we just busted up laughing. Actually, you could. Down. It was funny because there were about ten of us in the room, yeah. I think, watching, and you could tell who saw it and who didn't yeah. because maybe someone had turned their head, or maybe they were having a conversation yeah. with someone next to them, or they had gone to get a drink or something in the other room. But you could really tell who had seen it because yeah. everybody who yeah. had seen it just like. Busted yeah. up laughing. Yeah, I, it was, I missed it. Was it. Funny. Oh, yeah. I, but then I was talking to someone next to me, and yeah, so yeah. I was kind of upset about that. But <laughs> I think there were three or four of us who saw yeah. it, and yeah, it was it was uh, it was amazing. Well, our friends, he thought he just did it every all the yeah. time. Yeah, he does that. That's his thing. But it's. It's creepy. It's legitimately creepy. It is scary. Yeah. Actually, uh, at it. I keep telling my mom, oh, you got to see him do this. But it's like he only does it on, on a pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved for her to have seen it. And then that's the time when he falls. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, really, Mom. He really can't <laughs> he do does it. do it. But then he did get back up. And yeah. I think he, you know, walked a little more. But it's... It's impressive. He's an impressive. He's a yeah. Impressive yeah. Not guy. not taking anything away from what he can do. It was Yeah. It was really funny. funny. Yeah. Um, definitely not something I could ever do in the oh, first yeah. place. So yeah. I'm not going to say anything. But yeah. it was funny. So the match, you know, progressed on mm-hmm. good. Uh, a lot of good spots. But I think the most noteworthy was when Bray Wyatt's on the outside of the ring by the barricade. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan does his classic oh, dive out of the ring. Through the ropes, gets caught into a sister Abigail into the barricade. Yeah, yeah. that was an incredible spot. That was so smooth, mm-hmm. so smooth. That was amazing, and I think you knew there it was like, so he's he. Yeah, that, yeah. You really that thought was, that was it. I was doing this thing where I was like covering my face <laughs> and like afraid to like look through my fingers. Um, and our friend Tommy, like he, the way he reacted was yeah. was pretty amusing because he was like, "Oh gosh, he's dead, yeah. guys, guys! I think he's really yeah. hurt." And that was like, that was that was great. That spot was just awesome. And then he, of course, rolls him into the ring and hits another sister Abigail yeah. for the win. And you know he wasn't kicking out of two of them. No, mm-hmm. but fantastic match by yeah, both. Great match. And uh, at that time, you know, we were like, you don't know if either one of these guys could be in the Rumble later. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, the match was just phenomenal. And then we uh, move on to the next match of the evening. It was uh, Big Show versus Brock Lesnar. And, uh, yeah, so that was a waste of time. Let's move on. 
The next match Huge we waste had of our time. was the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, which I I uh, was very glad that they were doing this now and not yeah. not the Rumble match. I had a little worry, but with the way they've been building up this match, the not actual, much yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they did it now. It's, so, it's a good thing they did it when they did it because um, it was incredibly noticeable that the crowd no, couldn't have yeah, cared less about what was happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, I don't know. They're, they're two guys I, I respect and admire, especially mm-hmm. Cena, and yeah. everybody knows that. But, you know, I, I kind of, to a point, I felt the same way because, you know, the the matches they've had in in the recent past have not been the matches they had. You know, the rivalry they had in 2009, which was Mm -hmm. so brutal and barbaric. And uh, they had such chemistry then, and I just feel like, um, especially at TLC, I know we both, or we all felt kind of disappointed by that match. And um, so... Yeah, it just just wasn't really there. And before we get into the match, uh, on Raw, they, they ended it with a cool... Cool thing where they fought on the outside and, like, yeah. you know, they brawled out into the, you know, lobby and then outside. And the, mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool, cool into Raw. But did anybody else maybe have, like, slight hope that maybe the person that uh, Orton, even though they said Orton, like, stole the car from the passenger <laughs> side, I was kind of hoping that somebody picked him up and it was going to lead into something. Yeah. Like, maybe oh. this person is now working with him or something. But that didn't happen. Except, oh, that would have made so much sense. Yeah, I didn't even think about but, that until just yeah, now. Yeah, but I don't, they didn't really do anything with that, but yeah. uh, the match, the crowd just wasn't happening. <laughs> no. They were not having it. Well, and uh, it's actually a little sad because I don't think, it's a little frustrating because I don't feel like they even gave these guys a chance. Yeah. It was like right from the beginning, it, they had their minds made up that oh, yeah. they didn't care yeah. about Because you're match. right, it was right when the match yeah. started. It wasn't like five minutes in, like as the match started 20 seconds in, they were already chanting, like, you suck, you both suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually wrote down some of the chants that went on through the match, which the match itself wasn't that bad, really. I mean, it was yeah. a, it was a Cena-Orton match, you know. Uh, but here's some of the chants that I remember hearing. Y2J, which I'd like to point out, I didn't notice this, but I was watching, uh, you know, some other reviews for the Royal Rumble. Apparently, and I didn't catch this, when the crowd started chanting Y2J... Cena attempted to lock in the walls of Jericho. Oh, yeah. And so um, he ri- like mm-hmm. he plays with the crowd. That is yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. something that yeah. that's um, what you need to do. He's the master at that. He well, works and with what they do. I know this is random and going on a tangent, but when they were in Washington and they were doing the whole, you know, putting the titles above yeah. the ring mm-hmm. before TLC and the crowd could not get over the fact that Daniel Bryan was in the ring <laughs> and they were just so that that was all yeah. they were but Cena went over and actually made that a part of the mm-hmm. yep. Triple H was annoyed. Yep. Orton was annoyed. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but he does. He's he's very good at Definitely. you know yeah. listening to the crowd and responding to the crowd in a way that is both professional yeah. and appropriate yeah. and sometimes funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and one of our friends, Nathan, he said he mentioned that he was putting him in the Walter Jericho. So. Oh, see, oh, I didn't did. I didn't yeah. notice at all. That that's that's neat. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So. Kudos to Cena or Orton or whoever came up mm-hmm. with it. That was. I'm, that was I'm, I'm gonna go with Cena came yeah. up with it yeah. because uh, I couldn't. Orton just wasn't. Orton does not like. Yeah. It so Y two J, they obviously chanted boring. You know they they used that. Uh, you both suck. Daniel Bryan, <laughs> end this match. Undertaker, this is awful. And we want divas, which yeah. I think might have been the lowest. Too far. The <laughs> yeah. lowest I, I think that's, that's too was pretty far, bad, actually. Uh, when Honestly, you're, when I, you're chanting yeah. for your world title match to end, and that you would rather see the divas, which nothing against 
uh, most of the divas, uh, well, some of the divas, but uh, <laughs> that's pretty low. Yeah. But the match was, despite the crowd reactions, there were some pretty cool spots, like when uh, Orton locked in or tried to lock in the STFU, or STF, I guess. It's the STFU. But he tried to lock <laughs> it in. Just saying. Uh, then later on, you know, he did the AA. That was that was a cool. That was cool because mm-hmm. for you know when Cena and Rock had their matches and when Rock and Austin had their matches, they would because it was heated rivalries. They'd steal each other's yeah. moves and stuff. And Orton and Cena hadn't really done that, yeah. so it was pretty sweet to see mm-hmm. that happen. And then of course Cena, we were all waiting for it. We're like, we have to see Cena do an RKO. Yeah. <laughs> it was a damn good RKO. It was. That yeah. was awesome. That yeah. was really cool. That mm-hmm. those were the high points of the match. That. I think the match uh, was mainly just because of the crowd reaction. It wasn't really giving it a chance, but yeah. it was just because they knew what they wanted. They wanted Dana Bryan or yeah. the Rumble match or not this. Clearly not, not what, what was not going Not what on. they were seeing. But, yeah. but when they did steal each other's ventures, though, they, the crowd did kind of get more into it. So. Well, and I think Grimm alluded to last yeah. night um, thinking that, you know, I... I think you said something like, I really don't think that was planned. I think that was something they threw in because they were trying to draw interest yeah, yeah, I, from the crowd. I really do think so. And, but I really think, um, I, I think it was unfair to Orton and Cena. I really yeah. do. It, not the best match ever, but certainly not the worst. Mm. And they were just on them from the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. and so, I think ever since that New Jersey crowd the night um, after WrestleMania, it's almost like there's always a crowd that's like, oh, we're going to be like them. Yeah. And, Sorry, you're you're not. I mean, yeah. that was that was like a one time thing. Mm. Um, I did I did enjoy uh, for the most part the Pittsburgh crowd though. I feel like yeah. they really were there to love wrestling. Yeah, mm. and I think part of the crowd chance too. Except for like the title random, match. I, I think part of like the random chance too, which is because he was pissing Orton off too. Oh, and just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, they, and Orton when he got up on just did his taunt yeah, to like yeah. mock the crowd because. Orton is one who gets pissed at that big yeah. time. Whereas Cena, he's used to it and he mm-hmm. reacts with it. So, uh, anyways, the match ended by, uh, you know, the match is going on. And then the Wyatt's family, like, blah, 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 thing happens. And that honestly got the biggest pop of the mm-hmm. whole match. But <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it at all. No, no I don't think that it was, was. That was pretty, pretty epic. And then uh, Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan are at the ring or... You know, around the apron or on the ramp. I don't remember, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think they're in the ring because it was a distraction. Cena got distracted, got hit by the RKO, and Orton got the win. And then the Wyatt family goes in, hits uh, Cena with the sister Abigail, and just kind of alludes to the rivalry of Cena and the Wyatts, or Cena and Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt, that is coming, which I'm actually very interested in. Yeah. I think that is pretty awesome. So that I was not expecting at all. Okay. That was very cool. Well, it's definitely something... Assuming this is where it's going to go from here, it's definitely something fresh, yeah. something that none of us saw coming, and mm-hmm. maybe some of you out there did, but it's not something we had even thought about. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I certainly didn't. Mm-hmm. So some, definitely something fresh takes Cena back out of the title picture, mm-hmm. which I know so many of you out there love to see him not in the title <laughs> picture, um, and I'm fine either way, honestly, yeah. as long yeah. as I, as long as he's out there doing what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's, I, and I think. More than anything else, the most significant thing is it put a cap on Orton versus Cena. I think we're yeah, done yeah, uh, yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. So, finally. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, there Orton retains the title, and Cena seemingly is moving on to a program with the Wyatt family. Uh, so then, after, you know, some backstage stuff, some S.H.I.E.L.D. promos. Which well, was a awesome. A S.H.I.E.L.D. promo. What I could hear of it. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. New Age Outlaws 
interview with Renee, we start the Royal Rumble match of 2014, the 26th annual Royal Rumble match, I believe, 26th. So, yeah, uh, we know... 27th. 27th? Okay. I think so, because 25th was two years ago when I went. Okay. Anyway. But, uh, so, the, well, whatever. <laughs> the uh, first participant we knew was CM Punk, and... We didn't know who number two was going to be. I, last week I predicted Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Glad I was wrong because it <laughs> yeah. was the Shield Seth Rollins. And yeah. what a way to start because, you know, two just workhorses who can go forever mm. and they did. That was awesome. Two and, indie guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. My love for indie wrestling was just screaming yeah, watching, <laughs> watching awesome. uh, Seth Rollins come out. And it was great that he was uh, one of the first ones because he could actually come down through the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the other two, understandably, just yeah. came through yeah. the, the main entrance. Yeah. So they started off, you know, doing their stuff. Number three was uh, Damian Sandow, who... One thing that was cool is before, I like how they did the little interview, you know, little segments with them just talking about why they're going to win the Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. match and whatever. And Sandow stood out to me because he's like, the definition of insanity is making the same mistakes over and over again. And expecting different results. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I failed to get my title shot once I will not do it again. So I was actually, in my head, I was expecting, okay, he's going to last a while. He's mm-hmm. going to do something. He's going to eliminate somebody important. Right. No, he was in there for about a minute and a half, two minutes, just like that. That's it. Yeah. I was, he, that was, was he the first one eliminated? He, I think yeah, he, he was, was the first one That's eliminated. what I thought. I think that's just such a waste. He's been, I thought that, because he, he's been on a losing streak and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, and I thought this was where it was going to turn around. He's just going to do something pretty cool, but no, no. Obviously not. <laughs> so shortly after that, uh, Kane's music hit, and out comes corporate Kane. With <laughs> yeah, it, and he, he's walking out, taking off like his, yeah. you know, his uh, dress shirt and his tie, and he's just wearing dress dress uh, pants, and uh, goes out there, and that was pretty cool. I think it was cool. Yeah. We we had suspected Kane might be in it because of the punk thing. I think it was good that they got him in, yeah, early. And well, see, I didn't even think Kane was going to be in it. I thought Kane was just going to come in distract. and interfere and. Distract punk. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was I was really excited because mm-hmm. one of our uh, YouTube things that we watched, the, the <laughs> funny Royal Rumble by the numbers, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen that, seriously, yeah. check it out. It is so funny. But this uh, YouTube video points out that Kane has had three different personalities mm-hmm. yeah. in the Royal Rumble. And I remember we watched it just for fun yesterday. And I remember saying, oh, if he's corporate Kane tonight... He'll be. Yeah. He'll have four personalities yeah. that have been in the Rumble because um, there was Isaac Income, the fake Diesel, mm-hmm. Kane, okay. and then there was Corporate Kane. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. He's been basically four different personalities yeah. in the Rumble now. That is that is awesome. Yeah. yeah that's really and cool. uh, unlike Kane's usual Royal Rumble showings, he was only in there for a few minutes himself, getting eliminated by Punk. I yeah. Mean, Punk yep. got the first two eliminations, and uh, you know I don't remember everybody. I think Kofi may have been five, but then it, we get to number six. And uh, Alexander Rusev mm-hmm. from NXT with a new song and new uh, new wrestling gear comes down. And I'm sure a lot of people didn't really know who this was, but he had a very impressive showing in the time he was in. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, yeah. Uh, big guy. I think honestly, uh, we've been watching. We've watched NXT mm-hmm. since you know he's been around, and you know he's been a, an impressive big guy and stuff. I think his best showing to date was last night at the yeah. Royal Rumble. I think so that too. was that was great. Sadly, he didn't get an elimination, but I did like that it took four people to eliminate. Yeah, yeah. it, it shows that he was like a respectable dominant. debut. Yeah. 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 He was probably in there for ten minutes. Maybe, yeah, he was in there so for a decent. I would well, like, you had pointed out that Kofi came out like I think right before him, and him and Kofi have been feuding yeah. on NXT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which uh, after Rusev gets eliminated. 
he uh, he catches Kofi, and we're like, okay, this is where the thing's going to happen. Because yeah, Kofi thing, has yes. been notable for, and John Morrison before him, mm-hmm. but Kofi has been the guy doing things. It's just like the tradition that they're yeah. setting. Is Kofi's going to do something epic to save himself in the Rumble. And to ensure that both feet do not. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I was like, okay, Rusev has it. He sets, he like, well, he doesn't set him. He puts him on the barricade mm-hmm. and is attacking him. But Kofi's laying on the barricade wall. And he stands up, and you kind of know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like he's gonna he's gonna leap up to. I the literally ring. said, "Quote: There is no way," <laughs> because I know that distance. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, it maybe on TV it doesn't look like that far, but it. Wow, mm-hmm. I I said there's no way, especially yeah. having to balance yourself on the barricade. Yeah. You can't you can't really get a running start and just leap onto the yeah. ring apron. But I would have fallen on my face as soon as I tried to yeah, stand yeah, up. He did. He he managed <laughs> yeah. to back up and run and leap to the ring apron. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know. The handstand was amazing, but that one that he's finding a way to like top like at yeah. least like Well and John something. Morrison has done something similar, yeah, but he the, certainly didn't have to clear the distance yeah. that Kofi had. Well he to. and he jumped onto the stairs yeah, too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So Yeah, ever that was just an amazing moment. I love the crowd just cl- like giving him a mm-hmm. you know an ovation for it because it's amazing. But the thing is, Kofi did another yeah. in- incredible feat. <laughs> it was I think Jack Swagger yeah. was eliminating him. He goes over and then he's hanging on just by like his toes of yeah. his mm-hmm. of his uh you know, <laughs> shoes on the ropes. And it's like this, was so awesome. this is it's just so risky that he could have just fell. But mm-hmm. yeah. so then Swagger's like trying to kick him down and Kofi like <laughs> takes off his boot and like hits him and he doesn't he just pull himself back up yeah. or whatever. That's, yeah. It's incredible. The man is so Incredible. Yeah. We talked well, about he, last week. What he did was he pulled himself back up, clobbered Swagger with the boot, put mm-hmm. it down, and just... That's right. Yeah. And just actually nothing happened. Like yeah. a boss. Yeah, Kofi is one of the most, if not the most, athletic superstar on the roster right yeah. now. Yep. Just... Awesome. Makes you think Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about last week how Kofi could be in line for a push. Well, I mean, they didn't, you know, kill any momentum yeah. with that, so... Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Kofi is a Royal Rumble king. Like, yes, I mean, he I, uh, he always uh, the past few years definitely shines and does something special. Yeah, or like spectacular. I, normally I'd say he kind of steals the Rumble. I don't. I think there was another individual who stole the Rumble this year. Yeah. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so number fourteen, I, around number fourteen, we get to one of our you know first major surprises, other than an NXT star and corporate king. But Kevin Nash comes out. Who, I mean. <laughs> you know it's cool, but it's just. I wasn't that excited. Three years yeah, ago, he did it before. Work. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been cool if it were somebody else. I was really counting on Jake Roberts. Yeah. But you know, whatever. It it's it was nice to see, and it was a surprise. Yeah. But not just not maybe exactly not necessarily the one the we one wanted. we wanted. Yeah. yeah. But still, you know, he, he you could tell he used some like just for men or something. Yeah. <laughs> But um, somebody was very quick to point that out yeah. when he came out. Uh, so Kevin Nash, I don't. He got eliminated by a certain individual. Uh, so and he wasn't in there no, incredibly amount of long time. Probably yeah. only like five minutes, yeah. maybe. And if, if I recall, if the next entrant number fifteen was Roman Reigns, yeah. who is the guy who stole the Royal Rumble. Yes, Dean Ambrose yes, was in there before him. So we, now we have all three members of the Shield in there, and we know. When's it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Right. It will happen. When we talked about that last yeah. week on yeah. our podcast, that we knew, mm-hmm. we didn't know exactly what, but we knew something is going to happen mm-hmm. between yeah. the Shield or amongst the Shield. Yeah. So now that Reigns is in there, he's, his first elimination, I believe, was Kofi. And then from there, 
they're just going. And he Beast. gets up to he gets up to around five. And I remember noting, well, he he already has tied the record from last year because it was yeah. five eliminations last year. And it's like he could he could go all the way. He could break the record. And you know, as more people come in, you know, he starts throwing them out, and it gets to about seven or so. And then number seventeen. Sheamus, yep. the Celtic warrior, Bella! returns, and <laughs> we head. we had expected it, but it was still so satisfying. Yeah. It was because awesome. if he wouldn't have been there, I would have just been even more upset. You know? Oh yeah, that was that was, extremely that was, it was so good to see Sheamus with his facial hair too. Yeah. Uh, and it was just great to see oh him. Just him in the ring was like, I don't care yeah. what you do, you're just you're yeah. here. We've definitely been missing yeah. Sheamus. Definitely. Oh gosh, uh, I do. I would like to see him turn. To the dark side soon, but uh, I'm just enjoying him. I'm just going to enjoy that he's back now. Yep. Whatever they do with him, so that was awesome. That was that was a great moment. Uh, you know, it's, and then we have Goldust is in there, and we have Cody's in there, mm-hmm. and uh, both of them, you know, lost their titles earlier, and you figured something was going to happen. Well, Goldust eliminates Cody, so mm-hmm. where does this where does this take us? You know, is kind of a the, reversal from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Cody eliminating Goldust. Yeah, so that's that's one team mm-hmm. that's kind of up in the air of you know, will they split? You know, you don't know. So we're kind of hoping so. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm definitely hoping definitely, so yeah. because like, I, I I know they they could do something that would be, fantastic mm-hmm. in a one on one match. A WrestleMania match yeah. that would be amazing. Uh, then we get to uh, another uh, special entry, <laughs> I guess you could say. And they always do kind of humorous things, so I wasn't completely against it, but uh, the Los Matadores song hits, and it's not Diego or Fernando, it's El Torito, which probably <laughs> was the best bet of the three. I think so, yeah. So, uh, a lot of people probably would say that was a wasted spot. I personally, I would rather have seen it be any somebody else, but I'm not completely against it, because they have... They always kind of have those funny things in there, and it actually was kind of humorous. He well, got it, it did add character, yeah. another yeah. dimension to the Rumble match, so yeah. I could go it, either it, way did with it. Did an elimination, too. Yes, he eliminated Fondango. Yeah. Which I remember not. being like, <laughs> why? Yeah, I mean, but, uh, yeah. He, I loved yeah. the thing with Punk, where Punk was just like, trying to reach him. That was, yeah. that was just that was, So that, that was worth it. You know, that was yeah. funny. And by this time, we're probably... And Punk's we're, face, I'm sorry. Yeah. But he was just like, dude, yeah, who I remember. are you? Yeah. That was you so are so great. small. Yeah, that was great. You gotta love the reactions of people when someone's coming in like that. Or when it's somebody that is like a big, you know, force to be reckoned with when they mm-hmm. all just stop and are like, uh-oh. But, so that... Yeah, the reactions yeah. to when people come in is awesome. And then, shortly after that, too, I think there was another surprise with... Uh, JBL. Oh my god. Oh gosh. Yes. That so. was funny. Yeah, that was not. I, I actually yeah. love, I have to say, and I alluded earlier to the uh, You've Still Got It champion mm-hmm. over you. Yeah. <laughs> that was gold. He yeah. steps in the ring, gets thrown out by Roman yeah, Reigns, yeah. the beast of the match. Yeah. Uh, he was in there maybe three to I, five seconds. Yeah. I, I think Michael Cole said it was 1.9 seconds. Okay, I feel like it was longer than <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. and then he gets. So he gets thrown out mm-hmm. after a few seconds, yeah. Yeah. and the crowd starts chanting, "You've still got it." <laughs> that is golden. That's that that's is one hilarious. Thing, yeah. Uh, and I think he had learned it because he was he was taking his suit, yeah. his uh, suit jacket off and he like, was like throws it to Michael Cole. Yeah, Cole, yeah he was like leaning over to him, handed to Cole, and he's like, "Nope, okay." It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another one. It was super funny. Yeah, though. that's yeah. another one. It's like, oh well, you know, some people would argue that could have been given to somebody like Curtis Axel who wasn't in the Rumble. But 
it was funny, you know? It was funny. Yeah. You know you're going to have that stuff like that. You've got 30 spots, and you know at least two or three are just going to kind of be wasted or mm. short eliminations. But that was actually funny. That was yeah. funny. At first, that was funny. You know, at first, I was I was irritated because it could have been somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody else. Yeah. But it was funny. It was. And, but had, I, I think I would have been disappointed had the crowd not started yeah. being so bad. Well, and just JBL's <laughs> reaction to it was yeah. hilarious. Yes. So, he was so... He was, was excited. Yeah, yeah. The, you could tell the adrenaline was rushing through. He was yeah. so excited. He really to be could, there. and he went and sat back down. Yeah. and he was just. Yeah. He was like on a high just yeah. from being just actually being, physically being. Yeah, I, I, like I think the next five minutes commentary was just him talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, while we're on the topic of returns or surprises, it was fantastic to see Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially the scare with the concussion. Mm-hmm. And there was untrue things circulating the yeah. internet that yeah. he may or may not be finished. And uh, so just to see him back and healthy again yeah. and doing what he does yeah. was um, definitely a, a welcome addition to the Rumble. Yeah, here. and the crowd was like... Yeah, the crowd uh, was cheering for Ziggler, let's go Ziggler, and I remember whoever eliminated him, uh, they, uh, it was Reigns, but uh, they booed, they were like, boo, because yeah. they wanted, you know, the crowd, I like how I'm referring to the crowd as just like a thing everywhere, but the crowd is always, you know, Zig, they're always behind Ziggler, yeah. you yep. know, always. so that was that was awesome. And actually, his uh, exclusive interview after, mm-hmm. um, they showed those on WWE.com, and yeah. we were checking a few yeah. of them out after the pay-per-view had ended, and uh, it was just funny that, um, was it Renee that interviewed him? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I just remember her saying, um, it's good to have you back, Dolph. And he goes, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, he knows he's that good. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, definitely. It was just, I thought that was incredibly mm, funny. Yeah. Because he so, just yeah, knows it's that. great to have Ziggler back now yeah. and hope to see him on Raw tonight. Uh, so, we mentioned Roman Reigns was the show stealer because yeah. he he broke Kane's record. He got 12 eliminations. And I have them here. I'll just go through them here. He eliminated Kofi Goldust, Ziggler, Kevin Nash, The Great Khali, El Torito, Antonio Cesaro, Luke Harper, JBL, and a returning Sheamus. And then to our next point here, we knew The Shield was going to have some, mm-hmm. you know, things. Well, Ambrose goes to eliminate Reigns. Am I right? Yeah. And then uh, Seth Rollins is like, dude, he what are you doing? Him. He yeah. stops him. But uh, which which saved Reigns, only to be later eliminated by by Reigns himself, eliminating mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, Antonio Cesaro, and Seth Rollins. Three All eliminations in one, and two of them being his tag team partners. Yep. So uh, I actually called that Ambrose was going to eliminate Reigns, which you know almost happened. Yeah. But I was perfectly fine with the way it went because yeah. it was just. Now we're going to have to see where that goes from here because there's definitely going to be some tension. Mm-hmm. Well, and we thought that uh, it would be more like Rollins and Reigns sort of being on the same yeah. page and Ambrose being like the odd man yeah. out. But this certainly points more toward um, everybody. Yeah. Nobody's going to be on the same yeah. page after yeah. that. Just a complete... Because, you know, Dean Ambrose trying to throw mm-hmm. uh, Roman out and Tyler, Seth, <laughs> stopping him. And uh, then, you know, they had this little thing going on, and then Reigns just tosses them both yeah, out at the yeah. same time. So nobody is going to be on the same yeah, page. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Raw tonight to see how it plays. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, like, so sad because I know it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. It will never be the same again. Yeah. They can yeah. they can keep the shield or add somebody or whatever, but it's never going to be what it yeah, was. You know, like, I, I got a, a shield poster in my WWE magazine. I hung it up today, mm-hmm. and I was just like... It's like almost over. Yeah. So sad. Mm-hmm. 
So then uh, eventually we come down to our final four being CM Punk, Sheamus, Roman Reigns, and Batista. Oh, yeah, Batista comes out, by the way. He's <laughs> like number 28. Just 28 yeah, I'm yeah. kind of jumping the gun here, but uh, Batista <laughs> comes out. Number 30, I remember, uh, you know, we're all kind of hoping for a certain someone, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it comes it comes to uh, 30, and it's Rey Mysterio, and the crowd uh, yeah. just boos the crowd. Well, like, the crowd was not Not because happy. it's Rey, but because it's not Daniel Bryan, yeah. and that's who they wanted, and they... They let at this point they knew he was not in it and they didn't care about the mm-hmm. match. The yeah. crowd turned angry, legitimately angry. The crowd turned yeah. But I won't. But I will agree. It was for good reason because, I mean, we'll get into this this mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan thing. Uh, but uh, anyways, the final four, Punk is had been, you know he's in since number one and. Kane comes out through the crowd, right, or something like that, or was I, he hanging out somewhere? Uh, I it was unclear to me where yeah. he had been. I think he time. may have came out from the crowd yeah. or something, but he uh, does the classic, you know, already eliminated, eliminate the person who eliminated you. Mm-hmm. So he eliminates Punk, and not just eliminates him. Then he goes on to beat him up and choke slam him through the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely looking for a Punk Kane match, yeah. maybe at Elimination Chamber. Leading on to probably bigger things yeah. at WrestleMania yeah. that we've kind of discussed. Yeah. So uh, we knew that was going to happen, but I honestly didn't think he'd make it to the final four. But yeah, he did I didn't either. But uh, so then we've just got Sheamus, Roman Reigns, and Batista, which you actually predicted would be, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I actually did the, it, th- three of the four. The other one that I predicted would be the fourth was was Daniel Bryan, yeah. who as we as we will continue discussing. Daniel, dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes down. Sheamus gets eliminated. And uh, it's Roman Reigns and Batista, and you know what's going to happen. But yeah. at that point, when Roman Reigns eliminated Sheamus, he broke the record of 12 eliminations. Yeah. So they really set that up good, getting his last did, old, yeah. you know, the one that broke it. But now we've got Batista and Reigns, and I remember thinking, come on, Reigns. <laughs> because I just wanted, un- you know, I didn't want the predictable thing. Like, nothing and against Batista. I like Batista, but... He's won before, yeah. and here's... Well, and he's not an up-and-comer. No. He's, he's beyond established. Yeah. Exactly. Had his he, he didn't need run. to push from it. He's yeah. been gone yeah. for, what, three years? Yeah. And if Roman Reigns would have won, that would have really set something aside, like, with the Shield, like, them turning oh, yeah. him. But then, like you alluded to also, then th- there wouldn't be a place for him to yeah. have that feud with, mm-hmm. you know, Ambrose and Rollins. But Batista ends up getting the win, the predictable, you know, and the, the crowd just... Is pissed. Yeah, the crowd was like, not super happy. pissed. Like, uh, well, it was it was things piling on top of each other. Yeah. Daniel Bryan wasn't there. Yeah, you know, and I we were just I was I was like desperate mm. by the time like my heart was beating fast by the time we got to the thirtieth person because mm-hmm. we knew it was Ray. Ray was in that promo yeah. before yeah, they knew. actually showed the match. But I'm just like, okay, I'm just like grasping at some tiny hope that it's still yeah. going to be him, and obviously it wasn't but mm-hmm. you know they were upset about that and then it comes down to Reigns and Batista and I think pretty much everybody knew what was going to happen yeah, exactly. I know we all knew and I think they knew too mm-hmm. but when it actually happened I think there was a lot of frustration yeah yeah and rightfully so definitely uh and there were some former superstars that were pretty upset about that too yes. oh yeah the the, yeah. the, the this Daniel Bryan thing not it's like not being in the Royal Rumble. Basically, let's take a look back at 2005 Royal Rumble when Batista won the first time. Uh, you would say he was on the rise. You know, he was the rising superstar. And he wins <laughs> the Royal Rumble. Okay? But now, 
Here you was are. that before or after Vince Torres? That, oh yes, that was, <laughs> the, that was the. I got it out there. Now I can focus. <laughs> I was a, yeah. That was when Vince McMahon tore Number of times Vince two points. So Batista wins the Royal Rumble in 2005 because he is the rising star. Then it was him right. and Cena. Batista won. Cena basically won too. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so that made sense. Here now, who is the most overstar, mm-hmm. bigger, more, more popular than anyone in years? Daniel Bryan. And they dropped the ball. Why the hell would you not have him in your rumble? And like you were saying, former superstars, it was all it's all over <laughs> social media. Yeah. Like, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about the Mick Foley? Well, thing you Mick Foley said in no uncertain terms that he's never been so disgusted mm-hmm. by a pay per view ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, something about why doesn't WWE listen to their fans? Or do they ever listen to their fans? So that was a tweet mm-hmm. that was sent out, which I actually posted to my Facebook. And then this morning, I saw he had his Facebook page had a big long post. I mean, legit, it was like this long. I had to scroll to read the whole thing on my phone. Um, and it was just basically a tirade, just elaborating mm-hmm. on, you know, what should have been done versus obviously what actually yeah. happened and it was all about you know Daniel Bryan is such a big deal and um, he's he's so over and finally for the first time in a long time I think people feel like they really have someone that they believe in so much yeah. I think that was obvious on Raw you know yeah. a few weeks ago when he shed the skin and mm. all that and uh, so Foley was very clear about yeah. you know yeah. being unhappy about what happened in regards to Daniel Bryan not even being in the Rumble match. Yeah. Right. And I, I think Lance Storm had a tweet about something like that, too. Yeah. Every, everyone was. Well, and a lot of my indie wrestlers were all over it, too. Yeah. And most of them saying Daniel Bryan should have been in it. I know Gregory Iron mm-hmm. actually was the one who I pulled that from. Um, mm-hmm. He said something like, for the first time in 15 years. He said 15 years. Mm-hmm. And Gregory Iron is, like, the biggest wrestling fan I've ever met. Mm-hmm. He really is. Nothing against anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the real deal. Of, like... On his time off, he watches old mm. wrestling. He talks about old wrestling, you know. And uh, so to hear him say that mm. and that everybody s- believes in Daniel Bryan so much. And so why, you know. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why did they, mm. how can you drop the ball that badly? Yeah, yeah. yeah it probably would have been a little predictable if Daniel Bryan would have won. But Who nobody cares? would have cared. Yeah, no, exactly. This, this is the perfect time for to have him win yeah. it because is, the other predictable yeah. ending it nobody was Batista won. winning, yeah. and that's not what anybody wanted. And I I love Batista, yeah. but it's done. Mm-hmm. Two thousand five. You know, yeah. he's already done that. It, it should have been somebody who has yeah. not won. Yeah. And you know, does Daniel Bryan need the Royal Rumble win? No, absolutely not. Did he deserve it? Yes. yes. Did the fans deserve it? Yes. That's a resounding yes. Yeah. That is yes. 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 And that was the, an angry yes, yes because I'm frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. It's I you know, we all love WWE. That's why we are doing this. That's why we want and we're not gonna turn off because of this, but why would an entertainment somebody brought up something. If a TV show creator was, you know, making their show and every one of their viewers hated a character or hated you know hated mm-hmm. the direction it was going because they want people to invest in it and care about it they would do something about mm-hmm. it here this is the fans and it's not a select group of fans it is the whole WWE mm-hmm. universe as they call it is well, they want this star they're trying to make the star it's not someone that the company is making it's the fans and the business just can't 
have it. Yep. They say what's best for business. What's best for business is to give the fans what they damn want and yeah. chant right. every night. And last night was the perfect opportunity yep. to do it, to right this wrong. And, you know, we're tired of the same the same crap, the same predictable crap. Mm-hmm. And this, that was the time. They dropped yep. the ball. The ball was in their court. You know, this will be the year that I'm going to remember. It wasn't the Royal Rumble. It was the Royal Fumble because they dropped the ball <laughs> on this. They did. Uh, I mean. Well put. I, I, I thought it was a great, great Rumble match, but it would have been so sweet had uh, Daniel Bryan got the victory. Yeah. It really was. Everything else about it was fantastic. Yeah. It was just tainted by the yeah. fact that Daniel Bryan was not in it mm-hmm. and and the fact that, you know, of the two guys at the end, yeah. it was the guy who's already yes. won and mm-hmm. beyond established Did not himself need the victory. As, um, yeah. But to me, I'm glad like Daniel Bryan wasn't in it because if he wasn't going to win it, they shouldn't have put him in. Yeah, because that, that would have just been another team. I would yeah. agree. That would have been a yes. huge letdown. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like, if you were gonna eliminate, like if like Roman Reigns or Batista even eliminated him, I do agree it, with you. Everybody would have. The the person who eliminated would automatically become a heel. Like yeah. there's there's no way. Right. Everybody well, would have hated them. So. Um, it's just. It's been a lo- like with WrestleMania coming up now. It's seemingly Daniel Bryan is gonna have just probably another throwaway match. You know mm-hmm. when he is. I really hope the not. That, guy. It's it's we, tragic. It really yeah. is because he is, uh, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, I will go is. on record saying that. Yeah. And if you disagree with me, I I would really like to hear why. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he is. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he's a great showman too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you look at his stuff in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And uh like like he was he was putting on like forty five minute matches consistently mm-hmm. and when he would come out it would like his entrance was so remarkable because it didn't matter if he was a heel or a face. Mm-hmm. The crowd was banging on and they have these big sheet metal uh things over their barricades and when you bang on that it makes a big sound. Mm-hmm. So to hear everybody doing that and just screaming for him yeah. was amazing. He is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I got a call in 2008 from a friend saying, Brian Danielson is going to be in Chicago for Ring of Honor. You have to be here. And I can't remember why, but things happened and I didn't make it. And I still regret that mm-hmm. every single day. You know, because he, he really is something special. Yeah. And I knew he was something special then. And finally, everybody else has yeah. caught on too. Yeah. And we have, I mean, you guys have, have known that since we saw him, you know, yeah. since you first saw him in WWE. Yeah. But, you know, I just feel like everybody has caught on at this Definitely. point. What, why, I, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of at a loss. It's actually like, it's like, there is no good explanation. Like, because, uh, there might be a lot of people who have been, you could consider like, oh, they're bandwagoners. They're just hopping on the Daniel Bryan mic. I don't care at this point. Everybody yeah, exactly. now likes yeah. him for a reason. And when are they going to realize this? And a lot of people were saying in all these Twitter stuff, uh, people are just saying they're they're never going to realize, which I hope is just not true. They're going to have to realize because I hope tonight on Raw, honestly, I hope that crowd lets them have it. And I know they will. When Batista comes out there, he's going to get the most heat, like booze, everything. And I bet... It wouldn't surprise me if anytime someone who's not Daniel Bryan's out there is there will be a Daniel Bryan yeah. too. Yeah. And, I, and the thing is, I don't mind at all. They, a statement has to be made. You know, mm-hmm. be. I'm not saying he needs to win all his matches. He needs to be the champion all the time. It's just 
Well, this is his it's not like time. It's not like WWE can't exist without him. Yeah. We're not trying to say that. I don't think any of us are trying no. to say that. But WWE is completely missing the point on it's this. It's frustrating. And, yeah. It's so it's like they put him so close and they just take him away. Yep. Mm-hmm. When everybody wants Well, and actually like right after the right after the rumble ended last night, um I actually on my phone subscribed to Brian's tweets mm-hmm. and two of them went through and like talking about the machine and uh you know Someday they'll listen to us and thanking the fans for like mm-hmm. he he said you are the yes movement and it was like basically him acknowledging that all this means nothing without you know yeah. the way the way we respond to him mm-hmm. yeah. and he can be the best wrestler in the world to the cows come home but if people don't react to him yeah. Yeah. and to see him acknowledge that he's honestly one of the most humble people I've mm-hmm. ever met and if I start talking too much I'm I'm literally gonna cry. <laughs> Because I feel so strongly about him as both as a person and as a wrestler and as a showman, he's just he's he's a really good person. Yeah. And he you could just like feel the disappointment in the tweet. Like yeah. he was upset. He's not like and he's not gonna go on a tirade, like yeah. you know, he's not like that. He's so professional mm-hmm. and he's so humble that he's not gonna do that. But um you could just you could feel the disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he he's upset too. Yeah, and I I just I don't know. I yeah. every time I start talking about it, it's like I'm at a loss. I don't yeah. know how to complete my thought because it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it, it why things are going the way they're going. Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to see what. I'm very excited for Raw tonight, you know, because the crowd, the reaction, the uh, you know, the fallout. Uh, but uh, so, if you had to pick one. One favorite moment from the Rumble match, just like that stands out to you. Um, I, I think the Kofi thing was definitely uh, just because they had been kind of giving a push, and he like he that that's what he did to set himself apart from everyone else mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah. So I, I think, and then he did it twice. Yeah. So I think that was probably mine. What about you? If you had a, a, fa- a top moment from the Rumble match, um, I. Loved the Seamus return so mm. much. I can't even think about it without just getting this ridiculously yeah. stupid smile on my face because it was just, it's so fantastic to have him back. Yeah. And the thing with the shield, the three shield members, I equally loved and yeah. hated, like in, in like equal yeah. amounts because yeah. it was awesome to see it. But then just knowing that this is. We've known so the beginning of the year this year, but it, it's like it has snapped now. Yeah. Like that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. They're never going to be on the same page yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So I loved and hated that both so much at the same time because I know that it'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and and I love the shield so much. Yeah. So I guess those those that would be my big thing. Uh, I think if I had to, if I had to pick one, I I really liked the. the Alexander Rusev uh, placement in the match. For some reason, I, uh, you know, it's one of those things I wouldn't think that I would be that excited about, but I had to go back and watch it. I'm just really excited. I, I was really hoping for an NXT guy, come, uh, NXT guy to be there, and uh, I think he was a really good choice. So that was very, that was very exciting. And it wasn't the NXT guy who I thought I was going to be. Yeah. There, so. yeah, that was exciting, and I'm very excited to see yeah. it. I feel like I'm cutting a Brock Lesnar promo here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, hopefully so that goes somewhere. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, so, so I think excitement. I think we can agree the ones that Roman Reigns, 
And I would say Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt really were two of the yeah. biggest shiners of the Rumble pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, there were others too, but those two, I thought, were the, like, you could see, it's one of those times you could see a star was made in that yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns just became. Oh, yeah. Like, he was made in that match. Yeah. It was just, it's pretty, it was pretty cool to just think about. Like, he, it's going to sound kind of stupid, but when he was in that final two with Batista, he almost looked like a different person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, he just was giving off. He looked well, like a ama- I like think everybody really s- ha- has seen him in a different yeah. way now. After after all that, he he looked like a million bucks. Yeah. He really did. And yeah. start to finish, you know, from the time he was in there until the very end, he just mm-hmm. beasted it up. Yeah. yeah, he was golden the entire match. Yeah, so normally we would do a random superstar of the you know the time, but we kind of. Kind of talked a lot about the Rumble and stuff because we, it was just yesterday and it was just such a good pay-per-view. So I think... And there was Daniel yeah, Bryan. Yeah, and a lot of Daniel <laughs> There was Bryan. not Daniel Bryan. There was a, yeah, there was a big Daniel Bryan rant. So we're going to... We'll save that till next time. And, you know, we're just going to move on. Uh, so NXT, we've been trying to keep up with that. And uh, it's just so hard to follow it because it's... Uh, you watch it at different times. But some of the big stuff going on, uh, we just watched now... Bo Dallas just got his banner hanging ceremony oh as the longest reigning NXT champion. Yeah, which out <laughs> of all three of them, yeah, good job. But uh, then uh, Adrian Neville now is officially the number one contender again, and the two of them are going to face on February 27th the first live episode of NXT, so that'll be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Sami Zayn challenged Antonio Cesaro to a rematch of the two out of three falls match, mm-hmm. but he declined. I bet it'll come around. Uh, <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> uh, also, a guy who's been kind of on the rise, uh, CJ Parker. He's been uh, mm-hmm. he had a match with Cesaro, and now I, I don't I wouldn't call it a heel turn, but he kind of you know he did heelish things backstage with the Miz. It's probably going to lead to a match with yeah. the Miz. He slapped and, the Miz yeah. right in the face. Yeah, it's probably that gonna, made me smile. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> made all of us smile. To a match with the two of them, yeah. so that's cool. That's very cool. Uh, the girls, you know, they're doing their stuff. Bailey has gotten a lot of time to shine, and mm-hmm. uh, Paige has been gone for a while, but I hear she should be back this week, so that'll be awesome. Yeah. And Emma on, yeah, on, on Emma's uh, been showing up on TV. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about that before, yeah. but it's cool that they're still doing it um, mm-hmm. because it looks like they're going to keep yeah, going yeah. through with it, so mm-hmm. maybe she'll be the next one. Yeah. I don't know. But actually, speaking of that, usually we have our you know topic of discussion that we kind of wrap mm-hmm. up with, and I've I've been thinking about NXT, and I just thought that this might be an interesting question to present for our viewers and our listeners. Um, so regarding NXT, if you could choose one person like to uh, to get called up to the main roster next, mm-hmm. um, who who would you choose, or who do you think it should mm-hmm. be? And, um, like, what makes you think that they should be the next one to be called up to the main roster? Hmm. Want to start us off? Or you want to sure, it? I'll start. Um, for me, I think Sami Zayn, just because he's proven over and over again that he's an incredible wrestler, and he's proven that he can compete with the current, like, superstars on the roster, Cesaro and stuff, and he's, he's just incredible. Everything he does, like... He's extremely athletic. He's an incredible wrestler, and he has that indie following coming in. And the NXT crowd loves him. So no matter, I think no matter what he does, people are going to like him. So and I, and I think he's ready too. And then we've talked about Emma before too. And I think they, I think a lot of the divas they're ready to be moved up to. And 
it, we could hope they do. So, so well, AJ yeah. has some yeah. competition. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's mine. Yeah. There's a lot of people on NXT who are just very, uh, really talented, and mm-hmm. you can see them on the roster. But it's one of those things where, if, if I'm looking at it as, right now, who do I think could be called up and at work? And my one person is Paige. Because, not just because I, I love her, but uh, I think there's a lot of superstars who, it's already shown with Xavier Woods, he's already jobbing. And I don't want that to happen to right. someone like Adrian Neville or Sami Zayn. Yeah. Very, very talented, but if they don't have the right reason to show up mm-hmm. and the right you know place... Because Adrian Neville's doing great things on NXT. Sami Zayn's doing great things on NXT. Uh, I think Paige is someone, and Emma, really any of the divas. I'm just going with Paige because I feel like Emma might have already been called up. But yeah. Paige, because in somewhat of a floundering you know, divas division, you have AJ who's just kind of fighting everybody. And there's still Tamina there, who I'm sure mm-hmm. that will eventually happen. And uh, she basically fought everyone, and there's no one seeming as real competition or Natalia's real great. Really good Natalia, yeah. I think she's definitely worthy to Definitely. Uh, but we need a fresh face in the Divas division that will give eyes to it, because AJ's really revitalized it with the help of Caitlyn and Natalia and uh, you know, Brie Bella's been getting better and stuff, but mm-hmm. we need someone that's going to give good attention. And Paige is a phenomenal wrestler. She's young and... I mean, she's good-looking. I think she will fit right in, and it's, she's not going to fall by the wayside. She will be used right weekly. And, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of names like Sami Zayn. Adrian Neville, he does some of the, mm-hmm. the most insane stuff I've ever seen. But I'm just worried if he were to be called up, he would just become a jobber, honestly. Yeah. So but I would go with Paige as my one. Okay, interesting. Um, I actually... My first thought is Sami Zayn, of course, because we've seen all the mm-hmm. all the awesome things he does, and you know the two out of three falls with mm-hmm. with Claudio Antonio Cesaro was uh, just awesome, and uh, I don't know pretty much everything you've said about Sami Zayn, you mm-hmm. know, and him being El Generico on in the Indies, and I never actually got to see him when I went to ROH, but um, just knowing how awesome he is, yeah. And yeah. how awesome he's always been, and uh, I, I actually like that they unmasked him. I like that they repackaged him and gave him a different character because, um, and a lot of people may disagree with that. And if you do, let us know, please. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear it. Um, but I, um, he's just really good yeah. at everything he does. Um, I feel like he's like the total package. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I think holds him back a little bit is his size. He's not a very yeah. big guy. Um, and they don't have the cruiserweight division or whatever. So I, I, I think that that fear is legit of them just mm-hmm. kind of being pigeonholed as like a small guy or yeah. ending up becoming uh, a mid carter or worse off, uh, you know, even worse, a jobber, you know. Yeah. But Sami Zayn, I think, is ready. Mm-hmm. I think he has what it takes to make it. It's just a question of will they use him properly, yeah. Yeah. you right. know. And my my other one is CJ Parker, and mm-hmm. he's is he ready yet? Probably not. He's still got some. Um, I think he's still got some character development mm-hmm. to do and some, um, you know, just, just little things like that. But I cannot, like, I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. Because yeah. he's someone that I legitimately knew. Mm-hmm. Like, actually yeah. knew. Yeah. Like, I can say I knew Tyler Black or Seth Rollins, but that was just like, it was like every few months or whatever. And CJ was Juice Robinson in Dreamwave. And I saw him every month from the first Dreamwave show. I have pictures with him, you know, back from, dating back mm-hmm. from 2009. So, like, when he got signed, 
you know, just, I was, like, so proud and so excited because this is, like, the biggest, you know, the person I know the most mm. who has actually gotten signed to WWE. Yeah. So, is he ready? Not yet. But I cannot wait to yeah. see CJ Parker on the main roster. Yeah. I will I will be crying like I was when Tyler debuted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I yeah. guess I guess that would be my answer. Yeah. 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 But Emma, I can't wait to see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and Paige too. Yeah, Emma's so. gonna work so well. Yeah. With the. Uh, yep. With the crowd. The PG era. Yeah. Exactly. She'll fit right in with that. Kids will kids will love it, and she can wrestle. Uh, another one that kind of came to mind is. Uh, the tag team of the Ascension. Mm-hmm. They seem to have been in the NXT for a long time, and honestly, I love NXT. But one thing that they are—this uh, is going to sound kind of hypocritical—but uh, they're low and lacking on is a tag team division. So of course, now I'm saying let's get rid of the only tag team they have. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying uh, WWE has a good tag team division, but it would be pretty sweet to have these two like kind of creepy big mm-hmm. dudes come in and like take it by storm. I don't know. I think they're ready. Yeah. Whenever they're you know called up, and they should be called up as a tag team, definitely. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I I really feel like I just should have said this when I was answering the question. But a person I completely overlooked, who probably would have been my answer as far as males, a guy who is grown on me, <laughs> and I think could uh, probably be called up this year is Tyler Breeze. Grown uh, on you like a tumor, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I he honestly, is like a giant tumor. He, I still want to punch him in the face, and I think he's. Uh, he, uh, but not like punch him in the face like Bodal's yes, punch him in the face. Yeah. Just punch him in the face like he's, he's so good so at what good he does. At his character. Yeah, he's he has a really good character. When right. I saw him, I was like, I can't stand this guy at all. But now it's like, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Last weekend when I mm-hmm. went to the house show, he was the only guy I'd never seen in person yeah. before. Yeah. And when they announced him and he came out. I like I like got up on my seat. I'm like, yeah! yeah oh my gosh, Tyler Breeze! Yeah, that's and exactly. I just remember these kids turning and staring at me like, we don't know who that is, and she is weird. But you know, it he yeah, I I agree. He yeah. he does. He yeah. grows on you like a tumor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and, kind of like oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, and I can see Alexander Rusev like being a permanent yeah. part, like. Because, like we said earlier, him and Kofi, they've been having that little, I, I guess, mini feud, I guess, mm-hmm. on NXT, yeah. and they both have a win over each other. Yeah. So, now if they come to the main roster and... Do it on TV. Yeah, and, like, he, he caught Kofi and put him on the barricade and beat the crap out of him, and I think this could lead to maybe a match at the Chamber or something. It would be sweet if that, like, spilled onto TV. Yeah. You know, they're like, they had NXT, yeah. and that actually makes me think, you know, now that, uh... Juice or CJ mm-hmm. had, the, had the match with Claudio. Yeah. I'm really bad, like, saying Indian names <laughs> right now. Uh, Antonio Cesaro. Um, since they've had the match, you know, like, it's not going to happen. happen. They're not yeah. going to bring CJ up, but what if they what if they start doing that? What if they take NXT rivalries and start bringing them onto TV, mm-hmm. especially after the network matches? Because people will yeah. watch that, and they'll be like, Oh, that's cool. They'll know what's going on. Yeah. I'm like, a lot of people probably had no idea who Alexander Russo yeah. was in the Royal Rumble. Now, with the network, people will be like, oh, I've seen that guy on NXT. So that'll, that'll be exciting. That'll be definitely exciting. Is true. anyone else getting the feeling here that we should be in charge of WWE? <laughs> that, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you who uh, will be main eventing WrestleMania. He might uh, say yes a lot. <laughs> and uh, sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, and Cena will be wrestling the Undertaker Definitely. if I have anything to say. Yeah. With it. Mm-hmm. And Cena will lose to the Undertaker, and the streak will remain intact. Yeah. But that will be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that won't can... happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but 
Seen Undertaker should happen. Yeah, like, it definitely yeah. should. This year. Needs to happen, but they're big stupid heads. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of we kind of talked a lot about the Royal Rumble because it was just... It just happened. It's an exciting pay-per-view. So, just to kind of... You know, I, I think I speak for everyone. The, the Rumble pay-per-view in the match was solid. Really good. Mm-hmm. We were just very... Disappointed with the fact that Daniel Bryan was not even included, and like when he had a great match, best match of the night, excluding the Rumble, and uh, we're just gonna have to see where this yes movement goes, and where I think the crowd is gonna do what it takes to make something happen, and it, it's all if WWE will listen. Well, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully they actually respond to yeah. what is obvious that people want. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, you know if you're part of the Yes movement, you know, subscribe, like, give us a give us a comment, keep listening on the Ringside Radio, you know, because we are just gonna keep cheering these out. And Elimination Chambers, our next pay per view, less less than a month away. We'll mm-hmm. have to see how that goes. And uh, got Raw on an hour and a half, so we'll have to see how the Royal Rumble fallout, you know, goes about. So thank you for watching Ringside Radio. I'm Grim Chorizo. I'm Sloppy Joe. And I'm Katrina Cena. We will see you next month. You've been listening to Ringside Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe and send any of your questions and comments to GrimTorizo at gmail.com.